0: Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pour any punches. This is Films in Black and White. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Episode one. First one. The very first. Very first. The very. Of Films in Black and White. So, Marcus... You want to introduce yourself
1: I am Marcus Destin I'm used I'm used to giving my um, university intros like my major I'm a junior Uh, I'm Marcus I like a lot of different things comic books movies anything entertaining to my eyes I don't know what kind of intro (laughs) like but yeah we're just here to talk that's a very
0: weird way to say anything to my eyes <laughs> i like things that are entertaining anything. to my eyes. but do you like
1: things that aren't entertaining to your eyes i mean no but it's still a do weird way to I'm put saying? it I see, see, yeah. see.
0: anyway i'm doug wagner um i didn't know that we were gonna go through the things that we like dislike i also like things that are entertaining <laughs> to my eyes and
1: now you want to uh, take my thing now that's fine that's cool um haters gonna hate yes
0: it. i'm good at that yeah. um so anyway, so we are Films in Black and White. Uh, this is a, a new podcast. We've been kicking around the kicking down the street for a while of a time, like things that we enjoy. We enjoy talking with one another about movies and uh, ideas and things we think places would go, so we figured other people would like to do the same, so figured we'd get this going. So yeah, Films in Black and White. This is a, a weekly podcast where we will uh, dissect uh, movies that have recently come out. Yep. Talk about what we thought went well, what didn't, uh, kind of go over what we would do differently, um, and then in the weeks when we're not doing reviews, uh, we'll kind of give you some news, give you some takes on things that are currently happening um, That as it relates to, to movies um, and to just Hollywood and stories and things like that, probably a little bit of TV in there, um, just because... You know, with Netflix and Disney Plus turning out such quality entertainment, it's hard not to what's address TV, them.
1: What's cable? Mm. What's streaming? Yeah. What is a stream? Right.
0: You know. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's hard not to address those yeah. things because, I mean, they have content, and we are probably going to talk about it at some point in time. Yeah. So
1: we, we live in a very different time now, where it's like, it's not just cable. It's it's not like TVs and movies. Now you can get, like, movies on your TV. Yeah. And it's, like, the yeah. same quality, the same actors. They don't really keep themselves to just being on the big screen. Yeah. Quote, unquote.
0: I mean, the closest thing to that was HBO when it first came out was... Right. I mean, that was their whole tagline. It's not TV, it's HBO. Right. Um, and so, um, you know, this is... We're probably going to end up talking about it so as far as we're concerned it's all relevant and yeah. so at some point in time we're going to touch on a lot of different things so um so this is an off week so we don't have a movie to dive into right away
1: yeah
0: um so i think it's probably a good idea for us to just kind of dive in to some recent movie news mm-hmm. um some recent things that we've seen come across twitter and on other um social media formats just kind of talk about
1: what we've seen so marcus what do you have um I get, i get, I get oh wow that was bad. Um I think we start with uh WandaVision getting pushed up to sure. push yeah push back forward up back to 2020. Yep. A 2020 release now on yep. Disney Plus. Um it was scheduled for 2021, but now they are saying that we're going to get it a lot earlier and not to mention if we're on the same path to Disney Plus that means we get like The Mandalorian in the fall of 2020 we get WandaVision probably in the later the later half of the year sure um probably what they did
0: with the first season of the Mandalorian probably like
1: Thanksgiving November end of November Christmas
0: type of rollout so
1: or right before we get our first Marvel movie this year which would be May May yeah because Black Widow comes out Black Widow trying to amp up Black Widow yeah or after Black Widow go see that and it'll connect to the end of Black Widow could possibly connect oh, to... Yeah, I mean, they'd be, they'd
0: be stupid not to do some type of... Yeah. Stinger at the end connects yeah. the two, or...
1: Because I tell you, I'm not willingly going to go see Scarlet Witch. I mean, uh, Black oh, Widow. Widow. Why not? I just... I, it's not really... <laughs> it's not really my thing. I don't know if it's a Scarlet Johansson thing. Sure. The storyline has to be a really good storyline. Yeah. Yeah, like, I need that. But other than that, she was fine letting her story be told in Avengers... Yeah, I mean, I'd
0: like to say that I've, I'm have i as excited about it as I have been about other yeah. comic book movies that have come out. I mean, yeah. I was pretty jacked about Endgame. I mean, most of them I've been pretty jacked about in some way, shape, or form, even sort of the, the one-offs where it's like, you know, Thor 3, jacked about that. Okay. Really excited yeah. about that. Um, yeah. You know, so I hope that they're sitting on some really important plot development. Oh, or let it be like Captain Marvel. Really yeah, like something really, really, really important that I can't find out elsewhere. Yeah. Like Scarlet was a black widow a scroll, so she died and it wasn't really her. Like I have a lot of questions yeah. about like what they could be revealing All in right, this. Please, so there's just a lot of things that could happen. But yeah, I think one division is gonna have to yeah. it's either gonna try to define itself and kinda do what the Mandalorian did, which was Yes, you exist in this universe, yeah. and you, there are characters that we see and recognize. But they're gonna sit and they're gonna play in their own sandbox, mm-hmm. and they're not really gonna cross over. And they're gonna provide some gaps in time because, yeah. from my understanding, it looks like Black Widow is gonna be a more of a prequel than it is a sequel. So yeah. I, they're gonna have to sit in a space where she doesn't
1: exist, or That's, yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of questions. I don't know. We've talked about it before. It was pre Black Widow seems to be play- placed. Pre-Endgame. Yep. uh, Like, right after Thanos' snap, I think. Oh, you mean WandaVision? No, uh, Black Widow. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. I think Black Widow is... Her Looking for the net right before in game. Oh, sure, right before in game, and she, you know, spoiler alert, yeah, she dies. Uh. If you oh, this is a spoiler, out. this is a spoiler included podcast. Oh, spoiler. If field. you haven't
0: seen shit, strap in, yeah, <laughs> we're about to ruin some stuff for you.
1: <laughs> we probably should have said that. Let's at just the beginning. get this
0: out of the way. Vader yeah. is Luke's father, yeah. Let's oh, wow, yeah, there you go. Wow,
1: I haven't I gotten want, that far. I want
0: all of the wow. chips on the table. Wait, so
1: Leia and Luke are like brothers and sisters, they are brother and sister, wow. and the, um yes.
0: Snape was really, really, he's really he's really a good guy. A good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Dumbledore dies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dumbledore did what die. are some other big ones? Damn. Um Look, at Epstein didn't did kill himself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't, <laughs> no. I didn't get to the end of that one yet. <laughs> Too soon. No, I, didn't, I didn't get that oh, one. Yeah, Man. yeah. Uh Yeah, so cool. Anyway, yeah, so
0: spoilers the are included. Spoilers. So yes. Uh Big spoiler, guys. Here, Black Widow died in uh, Endgame. If you haven't seen it, first, what's wrong with you? First of you? all,
1: can we say how stupid that was in Endgame? What do you mean? Because I feel like Nebula should have told them, "You're going to have to sacrifice something." Did she know that though? She did. She was there when she sacrificed her oh. sister. So I feel like she could have sent them back in time with like a goat. Make make it. She like wasn't a, there. She was there. She because she said that's where Thanos um, sacrificed my sister. Or she at least knew. So, so she, she mentioned it. She must have known that so, that happened, okay, but so she didn't if you knew, see it. If you knew and then you sent yeah. two people, send me back with like some type of biblical sacrificial lamb, goat, ram in the bush. I wonder if maybe
0: she didn't know because I don't remember ever hearing anything. I'll have to rewatch it. But I don't think I remember hearing anything maybe saying, like, I know that that's where the soul stone is. I don't know how you get it. She just knew it was on – Vormier. She didn't know that that's what was required. Because
1: that, you would have fought.
0: Okay. I mean, at some I would, point in time, I would hope so. what kind of like, I that's like so. the biggest dick move ever, that's why like, hey, go get this. That's why she didn't,
1: uh, she didn't go, uh. It's like a cut scene of her, go her go being like, <laughs>
0: I should have said
1: something, Whoops. I don't figure no, it she, out. No, she she just did a nose ghost. So it was like, sure. <laughs> who wants to go get the snow, The soul stone? Uh, not, not me. You two good <laughs> good <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Goodbye I, to both of you. I know what it takes to get that one. we'll, we'll see you soon. Man, one of you Maybe. will. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of you. I'll see one of you. Yeah, very soon. Not yeah. sure which one. We'll figure
0: this out. So. Um, but yeah, so I'm curious to see how it all shakes out. I think WandaVision is going to have to, I think... It's going to have to exist, because she's been grieving this whole time, but because she was snapped at the end of um, Infinity War, we've never seen her grieve of Vision's death and loss... So... He's an android. Yeah. Well, we know that. But the other issue... So, the other thing... that's
1: weird.
0: I'm not going to address it. People are attached to their phones. There's there's things here that I have questions about. Yep. (laughs) So... Mm, You're just going to pretend like they don't exist. That's fine. But uh, for those of you who don't know, there there is comic book precedence for this. Um, there are some issues where um, uh, the Scarlet Witch has created her own universe in which reality maybe isn't all that it seems um, so it's not uncommon and, and the basic understanding of how I see this plot is Wanda Vision is Wanda has created an, a universe in her head or in reality where Vision never disappeared um, and he was never killed by Thanos in Infinity War so we'll see how she copes but um, super excited! Got pushed up. Yeah. Super excited. We get that a little sooner. Yeah. So I'm
1: excited. I'm I'm excited to see where it goes and how this ties into now Disney owning the X Men franchise and will they bring that full circle with the Magneto mention or cause yeah originally Magneto is her father so yeah. like I don't know do they bring Quicksilver back I don't know it's just so many things that you could do so I'm looking forward to that yeah
0: yeah I think that that could be be really interesting um I think it's just and plus where it's gonna fit in for Marvel's next step like right. Marvel's next step is darker darker and Doctor Strange uh what was it uh.
1: Uh, Why am I thinking Midnight
0: Madness? I almost said Mayhem of Madness, which just doesn't help anybody. Um, (laughs) What is that? Yeah. We're both Uh, wrong.
1: Sorry, first podcast, though. Take it easy. Yeah,
0: we don't do research well. Yeah, this is not a fact-based podcast. Everybody pump the brakes. Don't take mm. us to task on the You want
1: something like that. This This is a multiverse of madness. (laughs) A
0: multiverse of madness. I knew it was two M's. Um, But anyway, but apparently... There's going to be some tie-in between WandaVision and Multiverse of Madness and how they overlap and what things look like. So, I think we'll get a clearer picture of what is this Phase 4? Phase 5? Five? 5. What 5 will look like.
1: 5 is going to be darker, I can tell you that. I With think Blade, to... Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, Moon Knight, you're going to have a yeah, very darker. A it's going to get yeah, so I wonder how they're going to separate that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, so, that's, oh, that was yeah. just the first one. Yeah, just bang that first right, one out. Yeah, there, there we go. Um, that sounds weird. One
1: I'll talk about is, so
0: things that I've seen that with the success of Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. um, they are starting to look at as The Mandalorian goes into season two, which, by the way, if you have not seen season one, it is incredible, by Amazing. the way. Very Amazing. good. Really well
1: done. Even right? beyond Baby Yoda. It's right, really yeah. good. I
0: mean, that's that's the thing about it is like I'm glad Baby Yoda's a thing. It's certainly been entertaining, and the memes as a result have been plays events. the rest of the show, though. But everybody's like, oh, I watched it for Baby Yoda. I'm like, you are missing... What What are you doing? I'm looking for my this charger. Is a... Do you understand?
1: This We're recording now. I was looking for a charger. <laughs> Discreetly. Hold so, on, let me see how much noise I can make. We didn't go over how much post production and how much things will get picked up. They, they ignore me. You should have ignored it. I everybody, couldn't ignore everybody it. Everybody would have thought it was Oops. their phone, and they'll be like, "I need to go get my phone checked." out at uh, Nowhere. Hear All that? Right. Hear yeah. that Apple? Yeah. We're,
0: gonna, <laughs> we're driving. We're going to drive <laughs> iPhone sales through the roof. There's a whole lot of rattling going well, on in my phone. I hope you're paying attention. Yeah, just, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> Sponsorship. Uh, <you> <laughs>
0: Um, but anyway, with the success of Rise of Skywalker and the success of The Mandalorian, um, I mean, rumor on the street is that there are going to be some Skywalker series folks, yeah. Skywalker saga, sagas folks, that make their way into The Mandalorian. So I'm Trying to figure out
1: who, though. Yeah, I mean. Your biggest ones are too old, or, you know, rest in peace, are gone. Right, yeah. So, so who who is that that isn't? Might be Bubble Fett. You could do Bubble yeah, Fett. Yeah, you could do Bubble Fett
0: pretty easy. I mean, I suppose that this is supposed to take place in between return of the jedi and the f- first one of the sequels yeah um, it's I'm right back after with names.
1: it's right um the force awakens yeah it's right after the empire falls that's right. what we know for right. sure so
0: that's what we know for sure is that the empire's fallen so i mean there's a lot of different things i mean he could make his way to jakku for some reason and run into Rey before her life gets kind of oh, taken away from her she i mean he could run into uh Palpatine. any of them. Like really, to be honest, you yeah. could take run into any of them. So That's interesting. Yeah. I'd be I'm I'm really curious to see how it goes. I loved how that I just love how that show was done. Yeah. The directors they had picked to, to
1: do it with them, the Everything start to finish was just really well done. They did it... Every director of every episode had a different feel, but still felt connected. There was only one episode I wasn't really feeling, and I think we both kind of said the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was the prison episode. The prison episode was not... It was like, everything was awesome, and then
0: it was awful. Yeah. Not awful. It's just, there were parts about it that I was like, it doesn't add up. So, like, I was in. I was in for the, like, he's gonna do a job. Mm -hmm. He's gonna do a job for... Like, his, an he old was. friend yeah. that he had. I mean, as much as you can have friends when you're bounty hunters, but, you know, as an old friend, and I loved Bill Burr being tossed in there. That I was kept, good. I kept waiting for him to drop an F-bomb. Yeah. <laughs> this, this fucking droid. Like, I kept waiting for him to, like, lose probably, his yeah. mind and, and let the comedian out a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Um, or his style of comedy out a little bit more, but, um... But that one was just, it didn't fit. It was kind of a no. red herring. And I kind of tried to figure out what it needed to, what its purpose was to move the needle forward.
1: Unless it is a, unless it's a seed for future episodes, because none of them, but once again, spoiler, none of them died in that episode, except for possibly the purple brother, which with the bad makeup and then oh, that was uh, Will Burr. Yeah. So they, they, it's hard to
0: do yeah. Twilights well. I feel I, like I mean the only yeah. ones that did it well was Return of the Jedi there was a Twilight that was in and that's in Jabba's palace and that was all authentic like rubber suit yeah. no CGI so this one it was just like eh, maybe they're not it's dark they won't notice it's,
1: no it was yeah. very bright like yeah. when you're a bright purple alien with two long whatever that is hanging off your head and, and your forehead looks like ass cheeks yeah, I think it's a little it's a little, a little weird yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's why I didn't like the episode two thumbs down yeah,
0: not know. interested in that that's one. Right. I could skip. You, if you haven't seen it, skip that one. Yeah. Not a whole lot happens. You don't have to watch that, one. Um,
1: or watch it just to look at his forehead. And then yeah. like, oh, it's he's right. got a butt head. Gives, sure. gives his gives podcast some credibility. Yeah, like, they were, we're gonna need it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we the, we the yep. rattling of yeah. books, um, rattling of
0: books, and yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that's so that's exciting. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that going forward. What's up, everybody? We need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? You haven't? Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off, it's free. So right out of the gate, that's a plus. Second, it's got great tools to make creation and editing from your phone or computer super, super smooth and super, super fun. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you want to make the jump and start your own, po- own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to our show.
1: And, and where things are going on yeah. that front. So so I'm excited about the Mandalorian. So then we, um, over the weekend, Kevin Smith released his podcast and like a review Uh, In his podcast, he talked about an alternate ending to the world-renowned movie, The Joker. Um, I don't know if you you haven't seen The Joker, I recommend you go see it. If you're not into, like, the superpower, overpowered heroes, that kind of thing, and you're more into the realism of comic books, I would highly recommend that you go see this film. Um, Very good. I I had a film in my head um, that it reminds me of, but I, I can't remember what it is now. But it's very realistic, very... Nitty gritty, very dark, very yeah. greasy is like a word I would. Yeah, use. it's
0: just it didn't pull any punches. No, nope. I mean it's like what I,
1: it's like nope. what
0: you and I were, we you and I saw it together and, um, on the drive back from the theater, I remember saying like that is such a, like a punk rock response Absolutely. to the pop culture Absolutely. like Marvel route that people are going with it. Absolutely, it's, it was really really raw. It was really really real. It it gave a lot of like background into. Why someone might get to that point, and what these villains, when they were written, might have been based off of, like realistically. So
1: and like, yeah, yeah. that that that's it's just a good. I mean, that's a good response. I mean, Marvel has has done well in tying things together, and I think Doug and I had also agreed that maybe right now at this current moment, DC doesn't need to rush like they did with um Justice League into creating this whole universe. Yeah. You make a bunch of one-off films and even if it turns out this Joker film Todd Phillips doesn't want this to be associated with Batman that this is the the birth of another Joker. This isn't actually the yeah. Joker. It still sets up it sets you up down the line and then what it did was they offered him another opportunity to create other solo villain films as well. So I think that we don't worry about the universe right now that DC is trying to to collect. You see how Robert Pattinson does his Batman. You see how how well that goes or how bad that goes. And then you you build from there. You already have a successful Wonder Woman. Let's see how the sequel turns out Um, after the sequel. Let's see how Batman turns out. Okay, great. You see how Birds of Prey turns out. Okay, great. Then let's tie it all in in together with Batman and then the Green Lantern and you just throw everybody else in there, I think. You just gotta give it a couple years. I say at least five years to start making a universe. Yeah, because
0: I feel like one of the issues, I don't know about you, but I think one of the issues with Justice League is it was like almost like they were like, Well, we have to do our team up. Well,
1: hold on. The biggest issue with Justice League is okay. Josh Whedon. Well, okay. He's the scum of the earth. Okay. And there
0: are people who are not gonna like you for that.
1: There <laughs> he is the scum of the earth. There's a reason he is no longer doing the Batgirl Batwoman film. This like very he What's your issue with his him? his writing is very It comes off kind of, not misogynistic, but like, it's very traditional. Oh, sure. Women are, oh, helpless damsels in distress. Like, the way he wrote Black Widow and how Black Widow is now, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, you kind of see, she didn't have much of a story when she first got there. She was just super sexy and she was quieter. And I just think that, you know, that kind of went into why he no longer has his Batwoman role. Like, his roles are very, I don't know, they're kind of iffy. He plays women as one-dimensional. Yes. Like, they don't have a lot
0: of... And I think that's maybe why it's hard for us, going backwards just a second, hard for us maybe to get excited about a Black Widow film, Mm -hmm. is because now that she has an opportunity for a storyline, we're like, well, wait a minute, like, that's not... Do we we, we care about the storyline? Like, we know what's happened. So, and obviously someone somewhere said, no, no, you you need to care Mm -hmm. about what happened here and what's going on so i think that there's some insight there that could be interesting and if
1: you can't tell i'm a strong supporter of the snyder cut release the snyder cut because superman when you watch go back and watch batman versus superman the extended version the full version. version if you watch the full version it answers a lot of the questions in there that was like wait a minute how the hell did he end up here so like you just it answers a lot of those questions Zack Snyder does well He does. You can't imagine him Going from Watchmen To being like Well he just made A terrible superhero film I And mean, he is a fan of slow-mo Come on he. I love slow-mo I, I like slow-mo I too like he did well With the slow-mo In Batman vs Superman It's a little Superman. too much slow-mo I mean It does make you Kind of nauseous But this I mean This movie was an
0: hour and 45 <laughs> You could have cut it By 45 Let's punch, <laughs> punch, punch this bitch Up to two hours What are they doing Pouring coffee just, Put it in slow-mo
1: Put it in slow-mo Ooh damn That's nice I like that I like that Look at that, look at that. Ooh uh, but, like, release the Snyder Cut. Zach, uh, Josh Whedon absolutely ruined Justice League. Um, he made a super poppy. He made Batman do a whole bunch of dumbass one-liners. Like, that's so <laughs> stupid for you to have <laughs> Batman doing one-liners. And, like, it's just really... Cyborg didn't really have a story story. He yeah. was just, like, being... And then you underplayed Flash the first time to put him on the big screen, really. And you... You made him this goofy, super goofy kid, which he is, but he's also a scientist and really super smart. Yeah. And we didn't get to see any of these no. deeper dimensions from he these was characters. he was just some
0: homeless kid living in a basement no. somewhere. We just
1: watched sexy Aquaman with tattoos like... Yeah. Well, and again, I, I think I think the other reason why is that
0: there was hard for us to have buy in, right? I mean, right. we had buy in. Superman, you don't need buy in. No, I think for the most part, you get it. It's yeah. Superman. Yep. And I would even say, to a certain extent, there have been so many versions of the Batman story that have been turned out. You probably have a pretty good idea of who he is and like, what the, he's about.
1: Batman is very much so like a double O seven. Sorry, not to cut you off. No, you're fine. But he's like a double O seven. You get it's different actors. They're going to portray a different right. Batman, but you understand and you're okay with that.
0: You notice we never really went back in time and got to like, when did James Bond become 007? Right, Like We just right. don't really need we to don't do need it. it. We don't have assume... to tell the Batman story or Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think the issue was is that you had these other characters who at one point in time didn't really have a whole lot of buy-in yet i mean we had just seen wonder woman and we're still consuming and digesting it aquaman came out after justice league Mm -hmm. um and we didn't have any buy-in with the flash and they put us in this universe where it was like oh great these people are teaming up and three of them you don't really know that well Mm -hmm. and two of them you know really well and we're banking on that like we're banking on the fact that maybe superman and batman can carry this by themselves and I don't know. I think that there were just some... And the villain was just like, where the fuck did that come from? An like, easily
1: beatable villain, to right. be honest. And, like,
0: and Steppenwolf, like, I'm yeah. just, I had to do research on who he was. Right. I mean, you needed to make the stakes. I think you make it a world threat but you needed to lower them like they did with a, like Avengers. Like You didn't need to know who the Chitari were. It was just that was an alien. Like but, the, you,
1: but you did have to know for Zack Snyder's version. Yes. And that's exactly. the problem. Exactly. And
0: that's the problem. Is and that's you the problem. had to do research, and it felt like someone started reading a book at chapter four. Right. And you were like, wait right. a minute, what happened in the first four chapters? Right. And you're like, nothing you needed to know.
1: So he comes in, Whedon comes in with this freaking mustache on Superman. With terrible CGI, and instead of taking your time, you're like, "Well, we the studios is like, well, we need to go ahead and push this out." And I just thought it was BS. Anyway, back to Joker. I, I'm Superman, we, and we I'm here to clean your pipes. Yeah, with uh, with my with my Mario Brothers. Did you guys message. order a pizza? No, we didn't. Soups. <laughs> so take it back. <laughs> take it back. But Joker. We never got to Joker. No, we didn't. Joker had an alternate ending to it. Um, if you've seen the Joker, you see that it kind of ends in a riot, riot, anarchy, and him in a. Um, Psychiatric hospital. Yep. Um, and kind of inferring that maybe the whole thing was a dream. Maybe it was not a dream. You don't really know. It's really left up to your interpretation. But the alternate ending Kevin Smith talked about was um, in the end, instead of paying somebody to go kill Bruce and Martha uh, Wayne, they, I mean, Martha and Thomas Wayne. Sorry, Bruce's parents. Um, he goes and he kills them. He shoots them both in the alley. Same way. But then when he's walking off he hears a crying Bruce. He then turns around and shoots Bruce too. And that's how it would have ended. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. So I don't know where you, where you would have gone with the whole Batman story after that. Like maybe he survived the shot or not, but that has to be a
0: that has to be a um like a DC or like a Warner Brothers coming in and being like, "Don't do that." Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, please, please don't do that.
1: Cuz you just ruined please all types don't. of like, hopes please, of connections.
0: We could do something with this. Like, like almost They're begging like, and bleeding like, like please, Yeah. Like, please just don't. Not yeah. today. Please. Yeah. Like, like there's, and, and he Just one thing. And he went, All right, I shot both of them. You can do the other one. Like <laughs> you can I it. shot one where we killed him and where we didn't. I just wanted to see where, right. your, yeah. where your
1: head was. Yeah.
0: So. Well and I mean, I just saw I was reading like, you know, obviously we follow like like Comic Blend and mm-hmm. c- Cinema Rant and all that other type of stuff on Twitter, there was they had a featured article of like if it, let's say for example Joker Two does have a Batman in it, who plays opposite Phoenix?
1: Robert Pattinson.
0: Do you think so without seeing it? Like, you haven't even I, I seen him do anything yet, and you want to toss him in there? I'm, this is my hope. If Batman
1: sparkles, I'm going to lose it. This is a part of our... My- <laughs> the vampire you don't want, but that's the one you're going to get is the one from It's not Twilight. the vampire you want. It's the vampire you need. No, I don't need <laughs> him. I don't, I don't need <laughs> him. With brown eyes and sparkly skin in the sun. Um, I think, and the part of this podcast is hoping, and it's like giving our hopes of what we hope directors do in the routes that they take. Yeah, I would hope that before we get to Joker Two, we see a really good Matt Reeves Batman movie. Yeah, and and, it, and that the success of Joker Two and the success of this hopeful Matt Reeves Batman movie tells them, you know what, they would pair well against each other. Yeah, I would like to see an older Joker, one that has been through it in Gotham. He's been there longer. Bruce just and a Bruce that comes in and says, "Listen." I didn't grow up here. I left, you know, for a little bit, but I'm back now. And a Joker that's been running amok in the city. Yeah. I want to see, like, them two go like... Joker's like, I've been here. This is my playground. Bruce is like, listen, I'm the new sheriff in town. I'm Batman. This is what it is now. Yeah. And it gives Joker this new sense of enjoyment being like, I have somebody who can match my energy, who can match my wits and match whatever it is. And that's how they move forward. And, And hoping that... Off, off screen, also, like not just in the movie, but that these two actors don't get too big of heads or that not jo- Joaquin. I'm really worried about more like Joaquin Phoenix. I'm not so and much the superhero fatigue and the oh, fatigue for the fatigue for him, movies. oh yeah, yeah no, yeah. I think he's, and getting tired. His, he's
0: too creative. Well, he's such an artist, like, he, right. he the roles he does are complete commitment that role and especially I mean especially since what we've seen with previous people who have taken on this role right and that's a lot of mental strain to take on like to have
1: that especially if you're method acting like oh yeah the the better actors do you don't have to but Heath Ledger did it and it wasn't the Joker role that killed him it was the tiredness from him preparing for this role and really diving into it yep yep so like I mean, the only other one who hasn't had any issues is Jack Nicholson, but I mean, have you seen him lately? He's yeah, just crazy. He's just
0: crazy, so. crazy all um, But yeah, so that's exciting. I think it'd be cool to see what they do, but I kind of want to see what Matt Reeves' movie looks like. I'm excited about what that one could be, especially since yeah. it looks like it's going to follow the long Halloween, which is a fun which is a fun story to look at. They so. put
1: out the the possible suit that he's inspired by for really? Batman's suit. I didn't see that. Yeah, you got to check oh, that I out. I will show you that one. It's like... It's a weird looking suit, but it'll work for. the purpose Okay, of the stop. Story. Don't
0: don't describe it with it's weird looking.
1: It's like why is the, it weird looking? The cape has shoulders like what? It's <laughs> the cape has like you know the you know you get a suit and it's got like shoulder pads in them. Yeah, and, like the cape sticks out. Like, you mean like here they wore like, like, in 1980? Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. I just feel like Ellen phone's did. That's yeah. upsetting. Um, okay, well, just keep talking. All right,
0: I will. Well, uh, I'll move on to my next one, and you can. Expect us to stop so I can see this. Um, the last kind of movie headline is just kind of looking back at 2019. So um, it is January 2nd, and we looked at, um, saw a headline that said that in 2019, um, the amount of female directors that were uh, behind movies had risen um, and that they had taken on a more significant presence in Hollywood, which is always great. You love to see the female voice represented Very adequately. True. Very true. Um, also, just, you know, equality across the board is better for everybody but uh but specifically they said that 10.6 percent of the highest grossing films of 2019 um 10 percent of them were directed by women which is awesome i mean we'd love it to be higher but you know little steps small steps over time and um the big specific ones is frozen 2 and captain marvel were both um head up by female directors and so happy to see some equality across the board uh I took my son to that. How uh was it? it was his first movie and mm. um he loved it. At the end he was like, I wanna watch it again I was like, We gotta pay for it again, so we gotta go. <laughs> we'll we'll like, wait for it to come out on D V D Yeah, right. Well I mean he's he's into movies now, so he, oh. he has Disney we have Disney Plus and we were driving in the car and he watched the original Frozen like six times in a ten hour car ride. So Let's just say I will let it go like the back of my hand.
1: Ah, classic, huh? Yeah. That's pretty good. That's I mean, a... I mean, I enjoy the fact that we're getting more female producers. And, and you know what? Just representation in general. Yeah. Across the board. Yeah. I know like a lot of people get upset with um, Marvel. And they get upset because they feel as if we are forcing... I don't know. Like, Marvel is forcing these transgender representation, the LGBTQ plus representation... Um, the black superhero representation, like all of these different things that we feel like, oh, well, they're forcing it. Well, you got to also take it to consideration that we've never had it. Right. Really. Or, yeah. or, or had it to the standard of where everything else is. Yeah. So it's like, we're just trying yeah. to not, like, even, just like, let's, let's even the playing field and then create these original characters out of these colors, you know, because a lot of yep. times we change them into oh this character is is, is gay now yeah. then it's like okay cool but yeah. you know and that's the thing is that you know art needs to imitate life which in turn
0: needs to imitate art is that whole you know saying and I think if you're gonna put out art that's representation of society and representation of populations and um, it's good to have it's good to make sure that um, you're getting people who can adequately tell that story and yeah. last time I checked as a man it's hard for me to tell the story of a woman with not, uh, without the understanding of right. what she's experienced and where she's going and what's happening to her so I think it's, it's good for us to finally get some female perspective and some female voice out there in the world
1: I agree So I'm but. still trying
0: to find this picture but we'll just keep
1: going yeah we'll
0: figure it out But um, so uh, any other news or headlines that
1: you want to talk about? Um, I don't. I think that that was um it as of right now. I mean, it's just everything's really exciting right now. It's like the first time we haven't had like Marvel movies back to back or had something like we were waiting on. Yeah. So it's kind of like we're in this dead space until the first film comes out and kind of we can go back to wishing and thinking and hoping of what we want things to be. Um, other than that, I, you know, that's it. Yeah. Well, and obviously, like I said before, like
0: a lot of these headlines, we kind of cut, we, like we comb Twitter for, and we gather ourselves and look at. Um, if you don't, uh, if you have something you want us to talk about, uh, like a headline or anything like that, um, feel free to get in touch with one of us, Facebook, Twitter, whatever that is. Um, we're going to create a Twitter for Films in Black and White and a Facebook page for Films in Black and White. Um, and knowing you, young folks, will have to create an Instagram and a Snapchat for it as well. Why but did you see that um, like that. Or you young whippersnappers. Yeah, you, yo, yo, you, you young whippersnappers. Or if you want us to talk about something and you want to email us the article so we can kind of read at it and consume it ourselves, you can reach us at filmsinblackwhite at gmail dot com,
1: yeah. and
0: that'll be uh, the best way to kind of get in touch with us um, for the time being. Um, you know, and you can shoot us an email and we'll kind of comb through stuff and look at it from there. So
1: or love mail. Love mail. Send us, send us love mail. What's love mail? Tell us you love us. Are you thinking people are just gonna send us hate mail? No, just
0: tell us you love us. Oh, they hey, we love the show. They don't know me. Well, oh, that's true. The the show. Did they like it? <laughs> yeah, they should tell us that. You always, should tell us that too. Always mad about you. Huh? Well, I am millennial, I guess. Oh. Anyway, um, so. At the end of this, uh, at the end of every sort of news uh, episode that we do, we're going to talk about the next movie that we're about to see, Um, and uh, I have not seen this movie, but we're planning on doing the podcast next week um, to talk about what we saw and what we thought, and we are going to see Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, (laughs) and we are going to do a deep dive into that, kind of talk about uh, the movie on the whole, like I said, what works, what works what doesn't Um, what do we think that this means going forward for the franchise for the movie Um, usually we get caught up on a if I were the director this is what I would have done type stuff Um, so but we're pretty excited about that hopefully we have like our social media accounts sort of up and running by that point in time they're not hard to set up it's just about doing it but yeah so we'll see that this week Um, Marcus you've seen it so initial thoughts without getting too much into it Um, sum it it up in one word or a sentence because we don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole
1: it's a bow on this on on a, on this particular story it's a bow it's okay so they wrapped it everything up it's a wrap up okay of, All right. of, a, of a Skywalker story okay the saga cool well
0: we'll leave it at that um anything you want to add at the end now that we're kind of reaching the end
1: am I supposed to say something here um I don't know. Tune in. Tell us what you want to hear. This is the first episode so yep. it's not going to be pretty. First couple episodes aren't oh, going to be pretty, no, but this is just how we this really is how we talk. Pretty. I just want to keep it natural as possible. Yeah, um, we are taking advertisement and sponsorship dollars. If you have any <laughs> that you you'd like any, to give, yes, yes. If you have any you want to plug, you have a something? business
0: that you want us to plug. You have send a class, a dollar that you want to plug. You want
1: students to take. Hey, we'll yeah, do that too. Yeah, we'll you we'll want do us to get a Patreon and support us and get some recording equipment if it sucks. Yeah. Hey, tell us that. Hey, <laughs> yeah, man. Don't just be a complainer. Be a doer. Hey, solutions oriented. There we go. Anyway,
0: we go. Um, our intro music this week. So uh, Marcus is yes. going to call. Is going to. <laughs> Uh, curate the intro music. We hope to have a different song every week. Yes. Uh, this week's music is "Can I Kick It" by a tribe called Quest. Yes. Yes. Um.
1: Every every week I plan on coming in here, and it's going to get. I I started us off on a low note, on the low end, like a nice little classic. But every week, I'm going to definitely bring the black and black and white. (laughs) So, and I'll give you the white input. (laughs) What I thought of it. (laughs) <laughs> so that's 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 what the, Black was of, a, that, that was aggressive. <laughs> I would rather not like that. One. I um, wouldn't play that in my anyway. name. was I <laughs> so. <laughs> That reminds me, Oh, when I went to go check your mail, I was blasting music. <laughs> so, oh, yeah.
0: yeah. I promise you that there yeah. are people who lock their doors after you drive B- by. Yeah, it's fine. But that's fine. It's fine. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, so Can I Kick It? Tribe Called Quest was our music this week. We go. Uh, next week, we'll talk about uh, Star Wars Rise, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yep. Um, As always, hope you'll consider subscribing to this podcast or you'll consider continuing to listen to this podcast. Um, and yeah, thank you for checking us out.
1: Word. Word. They have Justice League Dark. So they have their Constantine. They have all these Darkers. They have Zatanna. uh, And Batman crosses over with these people from time to time. And they exist as their own darker Justice League defending a lower level. Um, So, but um, I just think that Marvel would do well if they had maybe a more R-rated, darker movie process um, that you can put Deadpool, not, 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 no, assuming Disney, is, you know what I'm saying? Right, but right. like the places that you can put these characters that kind of border. Um,
0: well, even he, Daredevil to a certain extent. I mean, yeah, and he's Punisher, a little bit too. grittier. Yeah. Punisher. Absolutely. I mean, some of those characters need a home and yeah. I mean, Disney's been great with what it's been able to – what it as an organization and what it as a as a money machine have been able to do with the Avengers and other things. They certainly have empowered some of those creative folks to do the things that they need to do, and they've done them right. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you, I, I don't know how, f- how family-friendly – I don't know how far from the family-friendly storyline are they willing to go in order to make some of this stuff stick.
1: Yep, yep, and that's a great question. Yep. I think you need to start, yes, family friendly is going to make you a lot of money, Yeah, but also you need to start bringing in the other side of that money, which is people who want to see more adult content. Kind of like pushing it edgy like the Mandalorian, pushing edgy like Punisher, pushing edgy like Daredevil. People will pay for it. I'm one of those. Oh, people. absolutely. I want to see a film that other kids can't see. I want to go to the movie theater and be in the theater with other adults saying this is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, and this is what we want. Yeah. Like Wolverine. There's. It's about time you have a Wolverine film that can cross and be the family friendly version of Wolverine after he meets Professor X. But also before we get yep. there, let us see the ravaged beast that Wolverine was. Oh,
0: see. absolutely. I'd love to see. You know how, like, um, Logan was sort of the capstone um, to to Hugh Jackman's Wolverine career? I would Mm -hmm. love to see a, like, year one, year two Wolverine that was just as dark, that was just as ruthless um, before they meet the X-Men. And he sort of gets a little, he tames himself down just a little bit.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm on board
0: for that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. all right, I have some MCU. I have some MCU news as well. Um, rumor on the street is uh, James Gunn talking Guardians of the Galaxy v- Volume Three. Um, dropped some hints that uh, Rocket is going to be a big part of the storyline for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. So a lot of his backstory line, um, a lot of his like w- how he got to become Rocket is going to maybe be looked at or take them to take the Guardians back to where. Um, all that stuff sort of happened. So it'll be kind of interesting to see um, how they play that out and where they go with it, because I think it could be interesting to see where that is all out. Um, and I think we're going to start to maybe, as we have moved away from Thanos, look into some of these characters, um, some of the uh, not-so-pleasant past that they've had and dig that back up again and make them emotionally deal with it, which would be really interesting. So.
1: I think I think that that's cool. I do. I want to highlight the fact that Bradley Cooper is Rocket, and nobody really talks yep. about that because you can't. You, it's a voiceover, obviously. Yeah. But um, nobody talks about Vin Diesel being nope. root, and nobody talks about Bradley Cooper carrying like Rocket was a very important piece to for sure. And I think that because he is a CGI character, you we don't praise we don't praise Rocket like we would praise Robert Downey nope. Jr. But Rocket was the co- comedic relief that I could have. That I would have been fine with and me going on a rant, that I would have been fine with over Hulk being the comedic relief. Sure. Because he's this big, bulky, goofy. Yeah. And you, you know talked
0: you and I talked about that too. That definitely an end oh, game It was I like, it. let's throw the monster out, the baby out with the the monster out with the bathwater, so to speak, and we'll make him the comedic relief.
1: I hated it. That was the worst decision. It was almost like fucking Josh Whedon. <laughs> it's just okay.
0: Hey, he's not here. He's not gonna show up.
1: I'm just gonna okay. breathe. I'm he gonna breathe. Gonna I'm gonna breathe. Every bad decision from here on out on this podcast, I'm blaming on fucking Josh. You and this you're fucking, gonna be watching this fucking coronavirus. Um, you know Whedon. what's
0: gonna happen? You're gonna end up like, like six months from now, be watching like a football game or a basketball game, and the refs will make a call, and you'll be like, "God
1: damn, Josh Whedon! Yeah. God damn it, Josh <laughs> Whedon! Does your does your wife know you're fucking me?" Huh? <laughs> Jesus! Jesus. I hated oh you.
0: man, Josh Whedon! um uh, anyway but uh but yeah so that's where they're going and again i think it'd be really good And i agree with you i think that those care those actors definitely deserve a shout out um and shout out to um drax i mean he was phenomenal yeah sure. in that he's played yeah, that yeah. like just really really well so i'm excited to see um again what they do with that and where that goes
1: to the point we forgot that he was a former wrestler that oh was yeah was a former wrestler yeah like that, I think that that is also, that's
0: a great point. That's yeah, a great point. I mean, I, uh, Facebook, so uh, has realized that I will sit through and watch wrestling matches, like five seconds to minutes to 30 second clips of WWE stuff. Um And I remember seeing videos when he was with Randy Orton and others, and I'm sitting there like watching it and I'm being like, oh my God, that's right. He was a wrestler and I just yep. forgot.
1: Yep. Yep. He was a wrestler. Him and John yep. Cena. Kind of, but they, 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 well, Dwayne, and Dwayne, and The Rock, yep. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, um, also a wrestler that a lot of people, you know, you become so yep. big and you become these superstars that, um, you know, a lot of people just forget For sure. and, and, and I think that that's a good thing. It's kind of like being a rapper, like eventually, yes, you know, I want to be a rapper, but eventually I want to make my money in other ways, other than, rapping. Yeah. like, that's not where right. all the money is. And obviously... Rock, the Rock has become a blockbuster sensation. Oh, yeah.
0: And, hey, Rock, thanks for listening today, man. We appreciate it. Hey,
1: appreciate you. And, Josh Whedon, <laughs> fuck you. Don't
0: ever listen again. <laughs> Asshole. Oh, <laughs> man. Um. Anyway, uh, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot where we were. <laughs>
1: See, oh, we're, I that uh, was my
0: news, talking about Rocket. What do you got?
1: Um, I think – uh, for this, for my last—I don't know if this is our last one—but um, for this little bit of news, I do. I want to make a recommendation. Okay. I I want to make a comic book recommendation. It is not a movie. Oh. I know we talk about we 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 talk about comic book movies all the time because really those are the only news that consistently come out. They don't. There was a point where all movies had like lots of news yep. coming out, but now it just seems like we just get more comic book news. Um, when it comes to yeah. blockbuster hits, yeah. and, or maybe I'm looking in the wrong spaces, sure. but um if you ever if listeners um our 10 12 listeners our loyal faithful few um if you ever want us you ever want to make a recommendation of things we should look up movies we should look up please yeah please like this is for you if not me and doug will come up here faithful every week and we will just talk comic books and you will be upset and we don't want you to be upset but we really don't give. want you
0: and your friends to listen
1: yes and your stealing ass cousin tell your cousin stop stealing from you and helping you look for stuff that's terrible Tell them to cut that shit out, Josh. Um, so, um, the comic book recommendation I would like to make okay. is DC's. It's DC DC. Okay, okay. This I don't know if you've ever heard I have of this not. One or if you've read it. Oh, great! You're in for a okay. treat. So, um, this comic is based around, and I've just read the latest edition, and I'm waiting for the next one to come out. But this comic is based on. Um, it's the assumption there's this so dark side who is one of the bigger main villains of of the just of the dc universe yep. um he lives on this planet called apocalypse and so Darkseid has spent his life trying to find the anti-anti-life equation this thing called the anti-life equation sure. right um and so that's what you kind of see is referenced in Batman, uh, in the Batman versus Superman, when Batman has that flashback, the the big symbol on the ground is Apocalypse, yeah. is the symbol of Apocalypse. And so that's a great, that's just a great storyline to have in general. But um, it really revolves around um, Apocalypse finding Cyborg. Sure. Cyborg goes missing and all the heroes on the planet, are, they just finished saving somebody. But they're like, well, where is Cyborg, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, They take them back. Him and this, his dark side minion decide do surgery on cyborg because the anti life equation exists in Cyborg okay. Because he's half man, half half cyborg, um, and I'm trying to make sure I get this right. So basically, what happens is they start to kill cyborg, and he bring, and that draws in death. There's this, there's this thing, there's this figure that really resembles death on Apocalypse. Dark side catches death. And he tells him, um, you know, he says, I need you. Um, and basically Darkseid runs big shit on oh, Apocalypse. So right. whatever anybody says does, they, they do. So he tells Death, I need you. Death does something and tricks Apocalypse. Okay. Right. So he, he, he tricks him and he sets off the anti-life equation and kills Apocalypse. Apocalypse goes to the point where he turns into this zombie. He turns Damn. into this zombie and jumps into the core of Apocalypse and destroys the planet. Before he can destroy the planet, I think before he can destroy the planet, or it might have lived, but he jumped into the core and just started going on a killing rampage. So the anti-life equation can sense life. So it goes searching for people. Before that happens, the side sends Cyborg back to Earth. Cyborg hits Earth, and we know that Cyborg is connected with all technology, right? soon as he gets to Earth, it's like Wi-Fi going on on your phone. It clicks And all of a sudden, Cyborg connects to the Internet. He has the anti-life equation in him. So the anti-life equation then spreads through the Internet. It goes through like it's imagine like you have the entire world. And whenever you look at your any type of screen or any type of device, that is how it triggers the anti-life equation. So you have all of these people. He's in the middle of maybe metropolis or middle of the city and he sets it off. And all of these people are like looking at their phones. They're just doing what we do yeah. regular, and it sets off the anti-life equation. Then they turn; they all turn into zombies. Oh so God. they're all going on this killing spree. They go. They like when I say that this thing is good. Like major heroes die in all this right. movie, and they, I mean in this comic book. It's not your traditional comic book. It's like imagine what happens if apocalypse ha- if an apocalypse happened and your favorite heroes turn into zombies with with all of their sure. powers. What What happens? Really great, great, great. Okay, I'm on board for it. Yeah, really great. Check that out. Really great. Yeah, really good. So that's DC deceased. Um, right now I finished the second one, the second, the second copy, which was called the Unkillables. Which it's like Bane is. It's like all the superheroes and villains are teaming up. So it's like Deathstroke, Bane, uh, Jason Todd. Um, it's all of these people that are that like people. Um, Commissioner Gordon. They're all in this. Oh my god. And they're trying to work together and see how they can get the kids and stuff like. It's really, really nuts. I'll also definitely check that out. I'm looking at some of the pictures from
0: just like different pieces from the comic, dude. This is nuts. I gotta
1: check this out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really good. Okay.
0: Um, I have two pieces of news, and then I'm all wrapped up. So, all right. First one is a little bit more of a deep dive, and then the last one's kind of just funny for shits and gigs. So. The first one is, um, obviously, since we are living in times of the Rona, um, Disney has kind of made the decision that it's going to push more of its movies um, out to Disney Plus as opposed to putting them in theaters Um, and really like smaller Mm -hmm. movies that maybe don't have that blockbuster feel to them. Um, And Mm -hmm. so like the one that's that's getting a lot of traction and I don't know anything about is Artemis Fowl. Um, was supposed to be one that was released out in theaters, but they've now made the decision that that will go to Disney Plus rather than to the theater. Um, and so I don't know anything about that particular movie, but what I think is interesting is that, you know, and you and I talked about this, I think, last week, is are we going to start to see more movies now that we have what, – what COVID has done to not just our society, but what it's doing to this major industry is – is the feature is the future of um, content and is the future of film going to be done in a format that goes directly to the consumer and directly to the customer in their home. Um, and, or is it going to be something that people actually still go out and pay to see? Now, I personally think that everybody's going to get out of their house when we're done living um, when we're all able to go out and, and the world resumes some level of normalcy, but there are going to be some of those people who are going to say, no, I would just prefer to pay the extra $5 and own it and be able to watch it whenever I want and not go to the theater. So I think it's going to be interesting. So, again, I just thought I'd mention that because that came out um, news-wise recently.
1: Well, yeah, I think – and I just read one of the articles about AMC probably – filing for yep. bankruptcy. Yep. Um, and then like even going through my digital um, my digital streaming services. Um, you see the movies like Invisible yeah. Man, you see Sonic and those movies cost 19.99 yep. to rent to just yeah. to rent it. And so, like, it, I think it says a lot that we we did have the conversation about loopholes and how do you do this? How do you find the loopholes when I could buy a movie at home for the price of a movie ticket and show an entire yeah. family? I think that's it. You rent it. You say, hey, you can yep. rent this movie, um, theoret-, theoret theoretical the- theatrical yep. release um, for 19.99 and just rent it and not own it, but you got 48 hours yep. to watch it. And I think that they make a lot of money that way because people are like, oh, I could just watch it from home and invite yep. some people over. Okay, cool and don't have to pay the expensive price for $19.99. Let's say I pay 7 bucks for a yep. movie ticket. Uh that's that's a that's a student discount. But let's say I pay 7 bucks for a discount. Also shout out yep. to our familiar theater. theaters. Um of course, as always, we love you. Um and they have been doing a great job during this coronavirus thing just selling popcorn and and make, making sure everybody's doing their part by the way. So, really shout out to um support your local theaters, man. It's yep. really important. But um ima- imagine I just like I've spent that on a movie ticket. I go buy popcorn. I go buy a drink. If I took a date, I've just spent basically maybe $25 sure. at the movies as, and that's just for me to see it one time. If I just rent it, maybe I don't want to buy it. Maybe I just want to rent it. And then I'll buy it later when it comes to DVD, then giving them more, more money or buying it later when it comes to digital streaming yeah, sure. services. So like, I, I think that that's a great exit. I, I, I worry about how the physical part of going to a yep. movie theater and that personal yep. feel, I wonder, I, I fear that that may go extinct or you just may not have as many feet. Yep, I agree. Anymore.
0: I think that that's exactly what that's going to look yeah. like. So, yeah, for sure. Completely yeah. agree. Um, and then my last yeah. piece of news, and, this I'll, and then I'll kind of leave it there. But my last piece of news is um, okay, so I know that I've got those people out there who are deep, die hard. Tiger King fanatics um, this bizarre Netflix documentary about essentially a group of crazy people in Oklahoma. Um, It's getting so much traction that they are talking about putting together a real life, like made for TV movie of it. And none other than I want to make sure I get this right. I'm building this up. Y'all got to hang in there with me. Rob Lowe. Is oh my is rumored to be playing oh. Joe Exotic. Now, oh I don't I know how crazy. real that is, and I don't know how legitimate it is, but my god man, if I see Rob Lowe play Joe Exotic, I might actually lose it. Um, I might actually lose it. So um, yeah, man, it's nuts. So that's. I don't even think we need to do anything with that. I just saw that and thought it was worth mentioning.
1: Yeah, I still haven't seen the Tiger King, so. But I know that Rob Lowe is he's great for yeah. these kind of roles. So. Uh, okay. That's what I think. Yeah. I
0: mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cool. Anything else? Okay. Nope. Uh, no. Okay. Well. Here's what I got. So we're gonna. We, so again, appreciate everybody tuning in. We got another one next week. So next week, episode six will be a movie episode, and I'm actually going to turn it over to Marcus to announce the movie we're going to watch.
1: Oh, you know me, I found my ways and bought there you bad go. Back. So uh, we uh, we got some links, and we are going to be watching Bad Boys Woo! Three, a non-comedy there you go. movie. So there you go. We're gonna watch uh I know we're late, but um it did just have a digital release and like a Red yep. Box release. So um if you wanna go watch it, uh rent it, however your means of watching it is, I do recommend that you watch it and then tune back in next week as we give a little little bit of a deep dive. I've already yep. seen it. I I've watched it twice now. Okay. Um and so I'm ready I have not watched it yet,
0: but I will be ready to watch it and ready to discuss um i am committed to not watching the first two before i watch this one so i want to go into this one with no backstory and i want to go into it as it stands on its own i'm not going to prop this thing up with well will smith in the first one was good i'm going to prop this up with hey if he didn't bring it for three i don't know if he's ever going to bring it so
1: are you at least going to watch three and then go back and watch
0: two? Uh, yeah, it depends on when I get to three. I mean, I might, who knows, maybe have to watch it the day before we record our podcast. Oh, so I may not have time to watch. This, this guy's living fine. life on the edge. Hey, everybody. Will Smith, you should tune in too so I can critique your acting chops by one movie and one movie only. Uh, yeah, Let's get yeah, them involved. Let's get Martin Lawrence involved. He probably yeah. needs stuff to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he probably, he'll be, he'll be, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. probably, 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 probably. No, Smith he doesn't. But, but Will Marshall? Oh is
0: yeah, Smith absolutely. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I, I pure respect. Him. This is this is not a uh, this is this is not a Josh Whedon scenario. No, uh-uh. that's the
1: only motherfucker we <laughs> disrespect
0: on here. Oh man, God. All right. Well, anyway, so yeah. So tune in next week share like subscribe pass this podcast on to your friends look we know you're inside Mm -hmm. we know you don't have anything better to do just listen give us a listen and share with your friends because um we really want to see what you think and and give us some of your input and some of your impact on uh, what we do and again like marcus said you have a recommendation Mm -hmm. for a show or for a comic or for i mean even another podcast to listen to let us know um but we'll go from there so cool all right Mm -hmm. well thanks for tuning in And stay safe, stay healthy, and we will talk to you next week with uh, Bad Boys 3. Yep, please, just do it. Just wash them. And
1: stop touching shit. Stop touching shit. Stop touching your face. Your face is still there. Leave it alone. Yes, that's gross. Of course. That's disgusting. So,
0: all right. We'll talk to y'all later. Peace. Peace.